Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. We are live in studio and it is a fun day in the second week of October. Michaela, how are you doing? I am doing amazing, Zoe. And it's so awesome to be here once again on this beautiful Monday evening. Right. I love Mondays. They're very particularly fun days. But today's interview is going to be extremely fun. We're talking to a creative and... You, well, actually, you take the lead in what she does and who she is. So, well, she her name is uh, Zikona, and she's a makeup artist and also my best, best friend. So we do literally everything together, and she's such an experienced makeup artist. I love her work, and she's worked on so many sets before, so... I'm so excited to have her in studio. Yes, same. I'm doubly excited. If you guys are listening in and you know someone who's interested in makeup or you yourself love makeup, you're into all those YouTube gurus, you guys want to stay around for this episode. If you want to send it to a friend after it's gone live, you can send them our podcast, which is on our website, www.kpulpit.co.za. But yeah, this is going to be a fun show. I'm super excited for it. And Project 729 on Cape Pulpit 729am. From the word to your heart. So what I did this weekend. Zoe, what did you do this weekend? Yo, girl, you know, it's October, so I'm currently in exam season. So every weekend, I just, I'm in the house studying, okay? I haven't gone out in so long. I've forgotten what outside looks like. I'm only leaving to go to church. It's so crazy. It's literally left to me. Mm, it is to quite, keep the fire going. You have right to now. hold us up with your <laughs> nice life as a graduate, as someone who's not studying. Like, please, we we look to you, Michaela. <laughs> so, guys, I went to this awesome place with Ziggy, my bestie. Like, I do nothing without this girl. So, I'm gonna have to have her tell you as well. How awesome this place is. It's the one and only. Now, if it's good enough for Oprah Winfrey, then you know it is good. Yes. Apparently, when she came down to Cape Town, she stayed at the one and only. So, I mean, I had to go check it out. They have three different types of restaurants. You have the bar area. Then you have this Asian kind of um, restaurant as well. And then on the other side, you have the more formal evening dining experience and the food is just phenomenal like if you are looking for those little bits on the plate though it's that vibe but it <laughs> tastes amazing Ziggy what do you Can think you talk about the price as well <laughs> my friend the no 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 the food price it's not expensive when I first went there I thought the food was expensive but it's not okay the alcohol is more pricey and, and like other stuff drinks and stuff but food is not expensive at all really it's not it's yeah. it's reasonable. Hmm. It's reasonable, Very reasonable price. But like, if you go there, if you see the place, you'll be like, Ugh, I'm sure a plate is like 500 rand. Mm. Because the experience is so yeah. nice. I mean, you literally, we, we, myself and Ziggy, we sat like on the, on the, like, how can I say? The, they had this big glass um, windows and you get to see this little lake and just sitting there. It's like, you know, when you're going out to mm. those forests and you hear the birds chirping. Yeah. That's exactly what you feel when you are sitting there and feeling all glam and mm. posh. And rich. then they... Don't forget rich. There we go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is very important in life, guys. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then they have someone that comes in and plays music. So this guy played, like, all the trendy music on guitar. So And he looked so cute and so peaceful. It was just such a vibe, Zoe. Wow. 
That is, that sounds really fun. And I've heard about the one and only time and time again, but I always imagine it's this place where like a trip costs like 50 rand or something. So I've never, <laughs> I've never felt the need to go as a student because, hey, I need to respect myself. But knowing that it's reasonably priced, I'm sure myself and people listening would love to go there. But Zoe, <laughs> Ziggy's reasonably priced. She told us that that place, the, uh, the witch, Wichton? Winchester? Winchester. Winchester. That, that me and my mom went, it was Ziggy that said it was reasonably priced. So that's With a With 150 rand sides, Ziggy, girl. Mm. <laughs> no, man, we've been to places that I, like, you go there and it, it, it doesn't even look expensive. Then you sit, but after eating, you're like, oh my God, this is the price. It's expensive. The Winchester yeah. looks very, like, it's, it's, it's proper, like, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I've heard. But yeah, this has been Same a- Same as the one and only. <laughs> yes. It's not expensive. I'm going to take your word for it. Maybe when my exams are over, I'll go right on there. But yeah, thank you. This has been a fun what's down. I mean, what we did this weekend, what you did, because I didn't do anything. But yeah, let's go straight on into the tip. Zoe on 180 degrees. Okay, guys. So, I mean, this evening's tip. So for you guys that love to wear your PJs, I'm not talking about, you know, those ones with the flowers on and, (laughs) you know, those, the ones that you actually should wear. Just at home? No, I'm not talking about I'm talking about those silky ones. Those yeah. ones that look fabulous. Those with a pair of heels, girls, you would kill the show. It's a trend. It is a vibe. And, I mean, I've done it with Ziggy. Right, Ziggy? Yes. It was such a vibe. We went to the bungalow in our PJs looking classy. You know, just pair it with a pair of heels. You can pair it with sneakers as well. White sneakers, preferably, because white goes with everything. Facts. Exactly. Black um, would just look a bit weird, I feel. Exactly. So stay away from the black sneakers. White sneakers, if you're going to do the silky uh, PJs. Um, and then heels, you can obviously wear any heel with it and just have a pop of lip or a bag that kind of matches the heels just to give it that edge, that vibe. And I mean, when we walked into the bungalow, people were staring at us, at us, but they were like, you know, like, wow, this, I this wish is, I thought of that. you know, it's <laughs> yes. that level of confidence that you walk in with that PJ and thinking like, you know, if I want to sleep, I can sleep here. Yeah, if exactly. I want to go, I can go. If the service is bad, I'm napping. Exactly. I'm, I'm in my gear to nap, you know, <laughs> so uh, that's the vibe. And honestly, it was such a great hit. It was awesome. So ladies, if you want something chilled, easy, but also looking classy, Definitely the PJ trend is a trend and you cannot go wrong with confidence. Wow, that is actually very true. Every outfit needs a hint of confidence. It's like Rihanna. The one reason why she is so good at her street style is because even if she's wearing something that's extremely questionable, yes, her confidence, Mm. it ties the look together. Yeah, thank you for that fashion tip. That was amazing. And it ties in so well with the fact that we are literally talking to an experienced makeup artist. Exactly. Now, imagine if your makeup's on point, Mm -hmm. your outfit is on point. Your hair. You know. Your shoe game. There is no way you can go wrong with whatever you wear as long as your hair, your makeup is on fleek. Mm. So true. So true. Hebrews 10 verse 25. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So, guys, Zoe? (laughs) 
Michaela, <laughs> we are in studio <laughs> with a freelance makeup artist, you guys. She's done so many different, you know, performances, doing makeup for great people. And she actually has the opportunity to go travel across the country right now and do makeup for a soap opera. Yeah, it's across oh, the country. You. It's amazing. <laughs> thank we, you, I received. <laughs> yes. We are in studio with a fantastic woman. Good evening, Ziggy. How are you doing? I'm good, my love. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm so glad to have you in here, to have a creative in studio. It's fantastic. I'm glad to be here as well. Yes. So I'd first like to ask you if you can just tell us a little bit more about ourselves, our audience and us included. We are just shaking to hear more about Ziggy. Who is Ziggy? What is Ziggy? <laughs> <laughs> so Ziggy is a girl from PE, right? Uh, I was born and bred in PE. Then I relocated to Cape Town because, you know, PE is a small town. Mm. So there are a lot of opportunities. So I relocated to Cape Town and then I worked for MAC for six years mm. as a makeup artist. I've learned a lot. Yeah. Working as a makeup artist at Mac. And then after that, I was like, ah, Ziggy, I need to be on my own. I need to do something for myself. I don't want to work in retail anymore. The hours are too mm. much and the money is little. Mm. So um, this year, early this year, I decided, you know what? Mm. I can't anymore. I need yeah. to be on my own. And then I was doing freelancers on set, freelancers on set, freelancers on set. It's not easy. Mm. That's not easy because remember you have bills to pay yeah. and, and all of that. But I was, I was trusting God. I was trusting God. And I, I told myself that um, I have to have patience. I have mm. to have patience and I have to, every time when I'm on set, every time when I'm doing something, make sure that I, I, I do tell the people to tell other people as well. Mm. And with the, um, the, 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 the experience that I got from Mac, I learned a lot of Mac. I learned a lot from Mac and I learned about, um, what is this? Good service as well to people. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Well. And then now I am. I got a contract to work full time on set. So Monday I'm starting. This wow, that's so Monday. Soon. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm so I'm going back. Mondays, I'm going back to PE. Oh. That's not. I don't want to go back to PE. I mean, I'm, I was born and bred there, but then when I saw the 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 offer that I give, they're giving to me, and I was like, no, I think this is God. Mm, yes. I have to go, and a year. I mean, it's just a year, and then I come yeah. back. Yeah, and it's going to open a lot of doors for me. I mean, yes. this is the experience. I'm going to meet a lot of people and, you know, maybe yeah. from there I'm going to, I don't know, overseas. And it's going to look amazing <laughs> on your resume as yes, well. Yes, yes, It's definitely an open door that God wants you to walk through. Mm. Yeah. So, Ziggy, what is the challenges you faced in this industry, though? The challenges that you face, my love, is um, connections, mm. not knowing people. You have to know people and it's not easy because not everyone, not everyone is willing to get things. Remember, some people, um, get it quick. Some people take long for them to, to, to get, um, the job. So you get people that are not willing to share the information. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's not really not easy, but you have to try and you have to tell yourself that I'm not going to give up. And you also have to associate yourself with people that are positive in life. Yeah. So that you can also motivate yourself. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. 
It's true. They say you are who you hang out with. And if you are with people who always bring you down, they're negative. It it can be hard to inspire yourself to do life, especially if we've chosen a field that's not very easy to be in. So it's very true. It's Mm. important to watch who is around you. And sacrifices as well. You need to sacrifice a lot of things because there are a lot of things that are happening in the world. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that are happening in the world. And we as youth don't know that... Um, not everyone is for you. It's so true. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to have patience and you have to um, sit with yourself and ask yourself what you want in life. And yes. it's true what you say. Connections can get you far. Like, because nowadays people are not really that hu- hung up on what you have accomplished. It's more mm-hmm. about who you know to yes. get where you need to get. And, and with, with that, I want to add something to that. You know, people that are qualified. Mm-hmm. The reason other people don't employ people that are qualified because they know that I'm supposed to earn this much. Like you would mm-hmm. get someone that's qualified, mm-hmm. you would get someone that's not qualified, but she's willing to learn. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. That's why people prefer to take like someone that they know that okay, this one is willing to take anything. She's willing mm-hmm. to learn than this person because yeah. this one knows everything. Yeah, that's actually so very true, yeah. honestly. So, as you said, you're a girl from PE. You know, PE is a small town. Not a lot happens there. No offense. <laughs> no offense to any PE listeners. But, you know, I imagine that people in PE, maybe, you know, makeup as a career is not always something that, like, everyone's like, yeah, it's probably more a traditional career that's more boring, that's not built for everyone. So how would you say you were drawn into this career path? How did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Um, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, totally. There used to be a girl that used to stay by my area. She used to work for Estee Lauder. Mm. She was a consultant for Estee Lauder, but I was very young at that time. So every time when she goes to work, I used to stand outside my house and watch this girl. She used to have a red, red lipstick. No, man, she used to work for Clinique and wear those white yeah. um, coats they have. And she always have long hair, man, like long <laughs> wigs. And I used to like, Yo, I want to be this girl when I grow up. And then I started working in retail. I thought she was like legit a makeup artist. I didn't know the difference between a consultant and a makeup artist. So I was like, okay, cool. I started working as a consultant for Elizabeth Arden. Yes. Then I went to Mac and then I knew now the difference between. And when I was a makeup artist, she was still there as a consultant. And I was Mm. like, I can't believe God. Mm. Because this is something that I asked for when I was young. And now I am a makeup artist. She is a consultant. Yeah. So it is God. And um, the reason why I relocated from PE to Cape Town is because there's no opportunities. Mm. And I had, it was, I was lucky because I had friends that stayed in PE already. So I would come to PE just for a weekend. Yes. And then I would go maybe to the stores and check and be like, okay, I want to work in this one. Mm. Then one day I decided, you know what? I'm not going back home. Mm. And then I applied for Mac. And you got it. I got the job. And the rest is history. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Zoe. Just <laughs> ended it like that. Uh, uh, Ziggy, what is like your most favorite makeup tip that you can actually advise us, you know, so that we know what to do? Um, like if we have these, then we can't go wrong. So what is that tip? Less is more. Oh. Ooh, my dad Less always says more. that, and I'm like, Less no, sir. Is more. You know, Zoe, I need to tell you something. <laughs> yes, Zoe, not good to have your I need to tell you, you something. Me. Michaela, 
She has a thing with blush. You know blush? <laughs> yes. Oh, I love we fight. I feel like it makes you every though. time. Girlfriend, you might not see it, but I can see it, and the people can see it. <laughs> but she wants to be, to be pink. Seen? She wants to be pink. And I'm like, Michaela, no. You know, Indian people, they love their cheeks pink, okay? So, no just following tradition. No, girl. Less is more, my love. Oh, my god. You don't need a lot. Guys, that... the way Ziggy's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this is a tip for people out there. It's like a tip for me. Oh, wow. guys. That was a really good tip. I think I'm going to incorporate that because... You know, now that I'm hearing it from an actual makeup artist, I'm like, wow, okay, I need to, I need to do this. Not my dad anymore. I'm like, now what do you know, man? <laughs> no, thank you. So I'd like to ask you, um, you know, in every industry you are in, there are obviously always negative influences coming in, trying to get you to do the wrong thing, to go down the wrong path. How are you able to stay strong in your beliefs and not fold or fall to any temptations? I would say it's for me it's with um praying men. Yes. Like I before you go outside, before you go outside your house, you need to first pray for that, like mm. pray for God to make protection. Protection, yeah, to go with you. And I always like I always pray that God please remove the people that are not meant for my life. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm. So I think with me, it's praying. And with me, I always tell Michaela that if I'm not feeling, like if I'm feeling down or whatever, I wake up in the morning. I put on my earphones. I listen to my gospel. I jog. Mm. I come back and then I sit in my room and then I write mm. how I feel. Like journaling. Yes, That's I do good. that. Didn't I tell you that? I do that. Like I, I, saw, this, I saw this reel. Sorry to break your word. That said... Um, I can't afford a therapist, but I'm writing it in the book. So if you don't help me book, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I write, I would ask myself, how are you? And then I write, okay, I'm fine. Na, 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 na. How was your day? What happened today? And then I fold that paper and then I put it in a box. I, t- I told Michaela this other day that you need to have a box. Mm. It's a give it to God box. I call it a give it to God box. So you write whatever that you're feeling Whatever. Sometimes I cry, even cry because like I'm mm. thinking, you, um, this is stressing me and stuff like that. But it's good to cry. And then yeah. after that, I fold that paper, put it in the box and then it's done. I don't think about it anymore because I mean, I've cried and then I've given yeah. it to God. I think that's a very healthy way to deal with it. It is. I, I need to do that box because like yeah. some people out here are flying to PE. <laughs> well, I am still sitting here, guys. Yeah. I need a box in my life. Maybe that can be the parting gift from this person who's flying to PE. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I have another question for all the girlies out there who want to, or even boys, anyone who's interested in makeup, who want to enter this industry. Like you said, it is difficult. So I'm sure they would really benefit if they could get some advice on maybe not giving up or like how even to get in and stay in and stay rooted and inspired. I would say if you want to get anyone that's a makeup artist today, whether it um, it is freelance or whether on set, whether whatever, they all started in retail. Mm. Retail trains you. Those hours, <laughs> you standing the whole day there, yeah. like it, 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 it teaches you a lot of things. Mm. It teaches you patience. It teaches you um, good customer service and all that. So when you go to... Um, Doing freelancers alone, you already know the rules. Yes. 
Because you can't, you know, there's a difference between someone that worked in retail that used to be a consultant. Now she's a makeup artist and a self-taught makeup artist. The way you talk to customers. Yeah. The way you talk to people. The way you behave. Mm. Like when you go to um, fashion weeks and stuff like that is different to a person that went, that was in retail. First of all, retail, you can't even take out your phone and just be on your phone while there's customers. Mm-hmm. But if you are a freelance, uh, sorry, if you are a um, self-taught makeup artist, you don't know those things mm-hmm. because you taught yourself how to do makeup. So yeah. you don't know the rules. So mm-hmm. I would say if you want to get into the industry of makeup, go to retail, work for, um, what is this, the beauty department. Yeah. Because there you can even play with the makeup. I mean, you have testers and whatever. You know what's the difference between Estee Lauder foundation and a uh, Chanel foundation. You know a difference between Smashbox and MAC. Do you mm-hmm. understand? Yeah. But if you're a self-taught makeup artist, even mm-hmm. if you go to a makeup school, they don't teach you those things. Mm. So retail is the best thing to do. It's like experience is the best teacher of all. Mm. No, definitely, definitely. Because there is some ethical... Um, advice or some ethical things that we need to adhere to when being even a freelancer because it's important it's how you conduct yourself Mm. and also what makes you a really decent person to work with yes very true very true and those things like you said can't always be taught in school which is like it kind of connects back with what you said about how people tend to want people who are not necessarily qualified like experience does tend to speak in your favor more than your qualifications. And it's for this reason. There are just some things you cannot learn unless you're on the field. Yeah, true. No, that's yeah. so true. Definitely. See, you know, makeup, <laughs> makeup, my friend. So give us a tip on how to apply proper eyelashes because I know. Oh, I want to know. I know I struggle with that. Mm, I don't even try. I just. You know, you just let it be. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I have that mascara and I'm like, do miracles because I am scared of gluing my eyes shut. I think that is, I think that you can, I cannot explain it, but I can, I can like demonstrate it, like do it on mm-hmm. Kayla for you to see how I'm okay. doing it. But I prefer to have nails when I'm doing it because it's nice to, to clip. you know, when you, yeah, to clip yeah. and to, to hold the tip there. But if you don't have nails in, it's difficult for you to mm. do it. Mm. What is the most enjoyable part of this industry for you? You know, for me, um, okay, I'm going to take it back when I used to work for Mac because I, I worked uh, more years than, I mean, on set. You know, when you're doing, how you make people feel, man. You know, mm. like even if, I mean, you guys are both females. You know when you have a new dress. You know when you have new hair. You know when you have a very nice makeup. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, I want to go somewhere. I need mm-hmm. people to show. I need people to see me. Yeah. So when you do someone's makeup, like the face, man, like the happiness that they, 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 that you see on them, like for me, it makes me like very happy. Mm-hmm. It makes me very happy. Like I've, Met a lot of people um, while I was working at Mac. We're still friends, but they were customers. Mm-hmm. Because when you're doing the makeup, sometimes you do an hour. So you yeah. have 30 minutes, an hour. Like yeah. So you guys build a relationship. So when the person comes next time and you're like, oh, hmm. what happened to your friend? Yeah. Oh, what happened to your husband? And then you guys talk and this person will be like, ah, give me your number, man. Can you do coffee? <laughs> it was not coffee, Megan. Yes, yes. Can you do coffee? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no problem. And then that's how it starts. 
Mm-hmm. So it starts there. So that's what I enjoy about um, uh, makeup is making people happy, man, because people are going through a lot. Mm. People are going through a lot. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like literally like the barbershop for men. <laughs> you know, like you always yeah. see the men talking to the barber and telling them their life stories. And yeah. I feel like makeup artists are exactly that. Like you can just really just get out. Uh, what you need to say and yeah. there's no judging because you don't really know each other yeah. but the advice you know goes back and forth yeah, from each other so it's, so it's really a cool vibe it is I have one final question before we wrap up this very nice interview I've enjoyed it thoroughly <laughs> but like what inspires you in like this field what inspires you to go on and yeah and it also connects in what your visions and dreams are for your the end result of your career as a okay, makeup cool. artist. I will start with the last one. Just <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I was telling Michaela yesterday that um, I love working on set, right? Mm-hmm. But I know I can't do that for the rest of my life, yeah. right? So I'm gonna make sure I get my dollars there, and then I want to do a special a special effect course mm. so I can have makeup and that maybe if I want if I am keen and do hair but I I, I don't like that part mm. but I always get customers that are like um, Sika can you please fix my hair and I'm like thinking oh god I can't do but anyway I, I'm a black girl I'll try it serious <laughs> <laughs> they always have this thing of black girls can't do hair yeah yeah so I said to Michaela that I'm going to work there maybe, let's say, two to three years, but I want to open my own thing yes. where I teach people how to do um, makeup. I'm a, I'm a person that doesn't have patience, right? But when it comes to my job, I have patience. I also mm-hmm. don't know where I got I get the patience, but I do have the patience when it comes to my job. So I want to teach people how to do makeup, and I want to teach how to do special effect as well. So I want to open my own thing. I mean... Uh, my girl here as well has her own clothing boutique, so mm. she can be there next to us. I want us to be business partners, man, because we like <laughs> we have a very, very, very good relationship. So yeah, after two years, we're gonna be business partners. Hey, we do our thing. We're gonna have money. We're gonna be rich girls. Yes, oh, that's such a goal God to willing, have a business with your friend. Yes. No, God willing, indeed. My yes. fingers are crossed for Thank that. Thank you so happen. much. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. We will also include you. Oh, I'm not creative like that. And <laughs> see when we have exactly. events, events we <laughs> Thank need you, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yeah, this is, this has been such a fantastic interview, Ziggy. Thank you for coming on and giving us knowledge and inspiration and telling us your mm. dreams, sharing with us and everyone listening about, about what your like makeup desires are. Mm. This has been fantastic. The tips Thank you so much, guys, for having definitely, me. Definitely, mm-hmm. the tips that you've given has definitely been helpful and definitely inspiring to those young people that mm. does want to pursue a career in makeup. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. It was awesome having you. Pleasure, Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> So we just finished a fantastic interview, you guys. If you missed it, I would highly recommend that you check it out on about Wednesday. It will be loaded onto our website, www.kpulpit.co.za. Unfortunately, we were not on Facebook Live, so don't check there. Just go to the podcast. But now, yes, we are in the the Bible fact segment of the show. We're going to give you guys an interesting tidbit, which some of you may be aware of. It's about our, I want to call them like, 
our sister belief, because Christianity does come from Judaism, obviously. Jesus was a Jew. So our beliefs are often quite similar. We share books with them. So that's what today's um, Bible fact is about. Um, as we all know, the Jewish, is, the Jewish people's religious text, the Tanakh, is arranged very differently to ours, actually. I didn't know that, but I do know that we share books with them. They have some books we don't. They have some information we don't. And we have some information they don't. But in order of how it's arranged, it's not arranged the same. I always just imagined the Tanakh was just the Old Testament, just like that. Like they just took the Old Testament and then they were like, okay, now on these new writings. And that's how they arranged our Bible. So you literally saying that what is happening in the Jewish Bible is kind of similar to what is happening in our Bible. Yeah, I think it's almost, I want to say it's exactly the same, but it's not. I know for one, the arrangement is different. So as we should know, but <laughs> we've seen some of the polls we've run over these past few months and it's not safe to assume anything. But the English Bible, we grew the books of the Bible loosely based by the type of literature. So in the Old Testament, you have the books of the law, you know, the first five, Genesis and Exodus, Mm -hmm. Leviticus, then the books about Israel's history and the promised land, then books of wisdom, like, you know, Proverbs and Ecclesiastics, then books by the prophets. But the Old Testament isn't always arranged this way. In the Jewish Hebrew Bible, the Tanakh, the books of the law come first, which is also known as the Torah, and it's then followed by the former and latter prophets, a blend of prophets and history, followed by the writings, a blend of poetry, history, and prophetic books. In this arrangement, the last book is actually not Malachi, but Chronicles. Wow. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I would, I always like finding out what Jewish people believe because I think it's so interesting. But I feel like a lot of us as Christian people take a lot of uh, their beliefs as well. Yeah, and, we do. And try to take their religion, um, mm. traditions, sorry, yeah. not religion, but their, their traditions like the um, Sabbath day yeah. and the um, Shabbat. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I mean, going to Shabbat dinners like, um, I saw y'all in church. Uh, <laughs> Where did you get this menorah from? You know, <laughs> What's happening? But I do know there is like a subsection of Christianity. I don't know what they call themselves, but they really do just cut Christianity and Judaism down the middle and mm-hmm. take from both sides, which I think is the best thing to do. After all, the Jews are God's chosen people. We yeah. can't we can't dispute that. So, yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. I, to be honest, I would love to know how. We does then, you you know, because I feel like Christianity started with the Jew, uh, Judaism, yeah. Judaism, guys. <laughs> but anyway, it started there. So then, where did the Bible kind of derive from? From that, or yeah. how? How is that just a version? So basically, after Jesus came to the world and he gave his teachings after he died, his teachings were carried on by his disciples and other people like Paul and mm. Stephen and. Various other men who just continued his teachings wrote about their experiences as well, wrote like four different accounts of Jesus's life in the Gospels. Mm -hmm. And in that, it just grew and grew and grew. And it's crazy to look at the history of Christianity, even how it exploded when it went to Rome and the church and state combined and it's we can talk about this for a long time because yeah, yeah. it's, it's so interesting, but it basically just expanded after Jesus died and like multiplied. Okay, tenfold. so you're saying the Jewish Bible has yeah. just the time span that yeah. Jesus was there because mm-hmm, they don't acknowledge that yeah. Jesus actually is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it kind of just ends before he comes back. I get you. Yeah, interesting. I'm sure they have other prophets in their book, but I'm 
cannot speak about this at this point in time. Perhaps next week I'll be able to do a little something around that in the Bible fact. But for now, let's head on into the Bible quiz. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So we're back in the mystery Bible quiz section of the show. This week's Bible quiz is a bit tricky because you think there's one answer, but perhaps there's another answer you didn't quite think about. So did you actually... Have this correctly done. I, you know what? That was a, that was a mistake of fog brain. Mm. I was doing so many things, but this one I read, I, I did it with a clear mind. I'm glad. You know, it, I was taking a break from studying. So, so this the one, polls can't be wrong. This no, time. the polls will not be wrong at all, <laughs> but I'm, um, yeah, well, God willing, they're not wrong. So, um, this week's mystery Bible quiz is. A question. So we all know that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, when he left this earth the first time, he did it by being crucified on a cross. When he was crucified, it was a kind of a spectacle. You know, back in those days, things were a bit more barbaric. So they crucified him and then they put a sign above his head, an inscription, telling people who he was and what he was doing there so that anyone who walked by who wanted to watch a little bit could know exactly what was happening because Nazareth at the time was a very mixed ethnically mixed area they wrote the sign in three different languages so we want to ask you guys what were those languages that they wrote them in I'm going to tell you for now none of them was English they weren't speaking English in the Middle East so if you guys want to send us the answers you can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657 alternatively you can also send us an SMS at 37988 we'll be looking forward to hearing from you guys So we just listened to that fantastic banger, but that song was also a placeholder as we asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's mystery Bible quiz. I'm going to rephrase it just to refresh your minds a little bit in case anyone still wants to play for a little bit. But we asked you guys what languages the inscriptions above Jesus's head was written in. As we all know, like I said, when Jesus was crucified, they wrote his title and a little bit about him for anyone who wanted to walk by and wasn't quite sure what was happening. They wrote it in three different languages that was spoken very widely in the land at the time. Now, like I said before, the answer is a bit tricky because it depends on where you look. So we will be accepting the following answers. If you used John 19, I believe 20 as a reference, then you'll see that the answer is that he gave it to them in Greek, Aramaic and Hebrew. However, if you go to Luke 23:38, it says that the third language was Latin, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so interesting, guys. I got Hebrew, right? The yeah. other two was uh, uh I have to read my Bible for those ones. It's just so interesting because you imagine everyone's like it's three, but you're like, what three? And then depending on where you look, Mm. it's like it's either Aramaic, Latin, Greek or Hebrew. So I wonder what the original three actually were. I want to. It has to be English. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like originally, I'm not a scholar on this. I don't have a master's degree in theology, but I feel like Latin's the odd one out. Mm, yeah, mm. it sounds like Latin because I mean Hebrew and then yeah, the Aramaic, Aramaic. Yeah, feels but like yeah. that's the vibe. Yeah, but congratulations to everyone who participated. We always love getting WhatsApps and SMSs from you guys. We love hearing from you. It's a great thing. But here, unfortunately, we are at the bottom of the hour and we have to say goodbye. 
We have to Guys definitely tune in There was an awesome interview And you know Girl talk Girl time It was amazing guys Yes Just stick around For the next youth show That we'll play afterwards And tune in again We'll be here at the same time Same place next week Mm -hmm. Bye Goodbye for now